Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film The Best Years of Our Lives, one minute of screen time per episode. I am Jay Cluett. And I'm Mark Hoffmeyer. And we host Deep Blue Sea, the podcast. On this episode, we're discussing minute 154 of The Best Years of Our Lives. The minute starts with Fred rationalising his leaving and ends with Fred holding his pop's hand for an uncomfortable amount of time. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> It's a long it's time. Quite emotional. It's a it's a good handhold. It's not a, it's say. not a handshake. It is not a handshake. The hands do not move. <laughs> I, do you, do you think he wanted to hug him, but then he kind of just went? Uh, you, you know, like it's it's uh, it's like should I hug? Should I not? And then you just do that weird dance. Instead, they just keep their hands looking at each other. I think like just, I think his dad wanted to hug him. But I feel like Fred's too much of a he, he's he's there's too much masculinity to him. You don't hug your father. You. You shake his hand, you firm handshake, you look him in the eye, and then you walk away. His like, dad would have hugged him. Yeah, I think his dad wanted that hug. Pat Pat wants hugs. Pat wants hugs. Oh, man. And also, I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed with the way Fred puts on his jacket. It's a little harried. Cliff really showed him up. <laughs> We've got a real jacket putting on week. Of yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. It's He really fumbles for that a, left arm. Yeah. He's in a hurry. He's emotional. Now, leather jackets are probably more uh, sturdy, yeah, right? They're, they're stiffer, less, yeah. yeah, a little stiff, more rigid. So I would say it's probably harder to put on than than Cliff's coat. But if you were doing a, a jacket on and off, Cliff's got them. Yeah. I yeah, wish Cliff would have seen that and been like, hey, look at that. <laughs> no wonder she picked me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she's picking Cliff, or she just thinks Cliff's a good time? I think Cliff's a good time, and he's he maybe he might not be Mister Mister Right, but he's Mister Right now. He's like he's, <laughs> he's there. Uh, Is that yeah. his card? Like Mister Right now, <laughs> Cliff. He doesn't even have a last name. He's just Cliff. Yeah, he's he's Cliff Right. There we go, Cliff Right. We've, we've oh named gosh. Him. Yeah. Uh, do you think? Okay, Cliff goes out. Do you think many people still know his Cliff. name? Does anyone know his last name? Does he even have one? Is it maybe his last name is Cliff? Whoa. Maybe he's Cliff Cliff. Man, you don't walk a you don't yeah, well, oh gosh. <laughs> I was gonna say walk off a cliff. <laughs> but um Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh Man, if you hung him up, Cliffhanger, Ronnie Harlan. Yeah. Alright, but yeah, I guess we can get to this movie. But the dad, I love the advice he's getting. Like it's not it's, you're leaving. You're running away from your problems, but your problems are just going to follow you. It, like at least here, you have a support system and friends. Yeah, it's, it's but, better the devil you know, basically, isn't it? It's you, you know, it's things aren't good here, but they could be. At least you know here. At least you know where things are. Fly half across the country, and you'll be middle of nowhere, just as bad, but in unfamiliar area with no one that you know. I guess for a guy who flies for a living, it's probably the most logical thing to do, though. <laughs> yeah, whenever, when all you have is a hammer, every problem's a nail. So every problem to him is get a plane, fly away. That's that's how he solves problems. Yeah, I, you know, he's still young. He wants to get out of there. I mean, he also still has. I mean, his his wife left him. She's talking about how she burned him. Like he's 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 pretty roughed up on that. Peggy. Everywhere he goes, he starts telling people and like, wait, hang on a minute. You're Fred. You're, oh, Marie burned you so bad! Yeah. Oh! <laughs> everywhere he goes. He goes into a jazz club. You've a drugstore, yeah? They're everywhere. And he did sock a guy unconscious. 
So, I mean, he he's, I guess, running away. And like you said, he you know, every problem, you know, he wants to fly. He's a fly boy. So he's going off. But I like how his dad tells him to stay there and slug it out. Like, hey, it's getting hard for you here. Don't just run away. Because what if it gets hard for him somewhere else? He's just going to run away. Stay. Yeah, try. Slug it out. Which, it's like know, a Zed song. Eventually he does end up doing that. Yeah. He does follow his dad's advice. I don't think he's, you know, when, when that happens, I don't think he's really like remembering his dad's advice in the moment. It just so happens that his dad was right. And he didn't do it literally and actually slug it out with people. <laughs> no, he's saying literally as in punching them or literally as in pretending to be a slug. Slithering around everywhere, avoiding salt as much as possible. I mean, you could become a slug. I mean, the kind of depression and everything, you just kind of become an introvert. Yeah. You know, Howard Hughes... Introvert be a snail, because they go inside the shell. Yes. So he could just slug it up. Slugger. Do you think that's where the name came from? Uh, (laughs) Yes. I think a slugger (laughs) is somebody who (laughs) crawls around on the floor. Some good, there's, oh, never mind. I watched some crawling in a movie last night called Cajillionaire. Some good crawling and slugging in that one. <laughs> okay. It's a random thought. That just yeah. went right to my head. We, ha- we have some more uh, improper packing going on here <laughs> where I'm pretty sure that those, those socks that Hortense has been, has washed for him, I don't know how dry they're going to be. They've been washed, they've been hung up. I don't think they're going to be dry and they just get rammed straight into his, into his bag. And that ain't going to end well if they're in there for a while. We're going to get some moldy clothes. That bag's going to stink. You wash it as much as you want. That bag's still going to stink. It looks like a nice bag. And he's going to have to throw it away just because he's shoving in some wet socks. Just because he's rushing. He's not thinking it through. Question for you. Yeah. There's a wet shirt, wet pants, wet boxers, wet jacket, wet socks, wet shoes. Which ones would you absolutely not want on? Okay. Uh... I regularly have to put wet socks on. Don't Whoa, ask, really? Don't ask, yeah, I, I, I run to work uh, twice a week, and if it rains, I've got nowhere I can probably dry them at work, and I have to run home again. Uh, so it's, um, I need to keep dry socks at work, is the, rule of the moral of the story. Least like, I, I think wet trousers is terrible. I think wet trousers <laughs> is awful. Cause, but yeah, actually, I think it is wet socks, because you put wet socks on, and then you put shoes on. And you just have this, you're just making like a, a wet sandwich in your shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> the socks are city. Yeah, exactly. The, the socks are making the shoes wet on the inside, and you're going to be wearing them for the the journey, whatever journey you're going on, however long that's going to be. It's, and it's not going to get any drier. It's just going to stay wet. It's, that water's got nowhere to go. So yeah, it's, it's socks all the way. Yeah, because. There's nothing, nothing more deflating than wet socks and shoes. Just hearing the squish. Yeah. And you step into a puddle. Yeah. And your feet are trapped. It's it's not a fun time. And that shirt, I guess, if you put on, it can dry pretty quickly because you're just walking around with it. Yeah. A wet jacket, probably, it's probably only wet on the outside. So the inside's yeah. generally dry, and unless it's been washed. And the, the nice lining will dry before the outside of the coat. Yeah. Man, that suitcase is going to smell. It is. It's not not a good idea. Wet socks. I mean, it's really wonderful that she 
did it. Like, we're not taking away anything from Hortense. We're just thinking, I mean, he's in a hurry, though. You see the way he's packing these. Well, he is, but he shouldn't be. Because, you know, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but he's going to be, he's hanging around where he's going to for a little while. He doesn't know he's going to be doing that at this point. But maybe he should. Maybe he should do a bit more research, find out when the planes are flying, find out, oh, I've got a couple of hours. I'll wait until my socks are dry before I head off about my day. But how's he going to find that out? I don't know. It's the 40s. Uh, <laughs> he's going to look on the it. internet. Yeah. <laughs> but, all right, so this, you know, there's some good suitcase bits in here. I want you to rank some suitcase <laughs> bits. Okay. Okay? You're traveling, and someone says to you, here, you can have one of these suitcases. Which one do you take? Do you take Newt's commander's briefcase suitcase from Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Do you take Johnny Cage's overstuffed luggage in Mortal Kombat? Or, oh wait, do you take Princess Vespa's lots of luggage from Spaceballs? Or do you take the Darjeeling Limited matching luggage that is also acts as emotional baggage? Okay, I'm not taking Newt Scamanders, uh, <laughs> just because animals break out of that often, and that would have... <laughs> That would uh, bring about questions I would not be able to answer, uh, which just leads to problems. So I don't need any little uh, nifflers going around stealing things from other people and blaming me for it. So no thank you. And also, if What about I, the I, bread I, suitcase from that guy? Would you want a bread suitcase? Yes. Yes, I would. Because uh, <laughs> that's full of delicious looking treats. Uh, so I would <laughs> happily take, uh, take that. Um, uh, but also, like, I wouldn't be able to do the magic lock thing in Newt's suitcase, so you wouldn't have a lot of space in there. It's quite a small suitcase if I'm packing. Whereas mm. the uh, all of the luggage from the Dodging Limited, that's, that's spacious, it's stylish, there's a lot of it. I get it that there's emotional baggage, but it's also just useful baggage. So mm. if we're going purely on just the useful space, then I'm going, I'm going for that. Haven't seen Mortal Kombat film. Don't know. Oh. You haven't watched Mortal Kombat? <laughs> no, Mark. Of course I haven't. Oh, man. It's good. I wrote about it for Rotten Tomatoes. It's it's fun. It knows what it is. It's... It, I'm telling you, it's it's cheeky. It's on a budget. They got the guy who um, did the, the cor- like fight coordination for Karate Kid. They had Jeff Amata who did the fights where they live. Uh, really excellent fights. Robin Shao is the lead like he has this huge fight scene against shang son at the end and it's it's a it's really good i mean it's it's cheeky a lot of people are like it hasn't dated well but they put edm in it and it it it's like a number one selling album good like one of the first best video game adaptations i'd say ever made you just got to get on its wavelength and understand how cheeky it is i dig it i also i've never played mortal kombat so pat Derry would love it (laughs) i think he'd Get past the initial confuse, confusement of what's going on. But yeah, I think give it some time, he might enjoy it. Uh, what about you, Mark? Which which suitcase would you take? Oh, oh man, for me, it's it's all day, Darjeeling Limited. If I had, if I had 500 bucks right now, I'd go buy one of those bags. And you know what annoys me? A lot of people talk about this luggage. They're like, oh, it's just so obvious. Well, yeah, it, it's fine. At the end, they throw away their baggage and they... Like, you know, that, those were old relics that they had, like the old wealth, like of their family who continuously ditches them. And it's just them giving up on that. Like, it's it's so annoying. Again, they never say it either. It's never they, it's never mentioned. You just see it and you get it. And it makes a lot of sense. So 
the people are like, oh, it's so obvious. I'm like, what? I mean, like in Dark Knight, the Joker says everything, and people are like, oh, he's so layered. It's it's uh, it's, it's annoying, Jay. It's oh man, Darjeeling Limited is just oh gosh, it's so obvious. But no, I love it. I love the fact that there's. Like that, I think it's beautiful looking too. I love that yeah. pattern. Right now on my wall in my office, I have a JW uh, Darjeeling Limited print oh, from nice. Tim Doyle. He's a um, artist out of Austin, Texas. If you type in Tim Doyle, he has a, a bunch of excellent Wes Anderson art. Like I, I have his book. So yeah, Tim Doyle. If you like Wes Anderson, you can get good Tim Doyle prints. Sounds also, good. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I have. And doesn't his dad have a nice suitcase? Doesn't Sean Connery have a briefcase suitcase? Uh, yeah, he's with the uh, with the umbrella tucked into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. And the duffel bags and jaws. What do you think? Don't remember the duffel bags and jaws. I'm sorry, I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I'm just naming movies. I you need are. to stop. Just but no bags from films. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, I I do like the dad. He's just saying, you know, stay here. You fought a war. You won a war. Uh, stay here, slug it out. You're on your home turf. Uh, it, it's you know what's interesting though is some parents can be really overwhelming with telling children what to do. He's more of just saying like, hey, like stay here and try it. Yeah, Running is, away isn't the best issue. But then when he wants to leave, the father gets it. Yeah, he's like, this it's, is what I think you should do, but it's your decision. It's your life. And he presents it not in a way of this is what you need to do, son. Like this, is, uh, let me sit down. Let me tell you something. He's like, hey, like. Like, and he says it nicely. It's very, um, I just like the way he suggests it. It's more of a suggestion, not telling. Does that make sense? Yeah. Here's what you should do, kid. No, he's just, hey, like, stay here. Fight it out. You know, you won a war. Oh, it's, it's a good, I'm telling you, I'm going to miss this guy. I'm going to miss Pat Derry. Yeah, well, he's, we're not done with him this week. Uh, he oh, I, comes back next week. Uh, well, you know what? I just... Just make the make, give me a side movie about Pat Derry putting on sweaters and talking to people. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not sleep on Hortense either. She's oh, Hortense is great. She's yeah. there the whole she's there the whole time. Uh, They're so understanding. He rushes there. He's like, my wife burned me now wants to divorce me. They immediately wash his socks and they help <laughs> him pack and they probably fix him from some food. And then they shake hands for a very long time, and he's out. He's out. He's done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, ask Hortense to look after the old man. She'll try. Goodbye. Another door scene. Yeah, another door scene. Another door scene. Like Deep Blue Sea. Oh yeah, he does read the letter. I mean, it's good reading too. But yeah, we'll get it. But it's more of his interaction with his son. That's where you see the character. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I'm. That's another thing about this movie. There's some very rich, I mean, we've explored Cliff, we've explored these two. There's rich side characters in this movie that you do remember. I mean, everyone with their screen time makes the most of it. Yeah, I mean, you've got, there's three three stories going on here, and we only really look at one of them in our, in our chapters. Uh, it's kind of, it's the main one, I think. I feel like Fred is the lead of the film. But yeah, there's there's uh, interesting supporting characters in all of them. It's it's a very well-rounded cast. I'm, I'm sad we don't get any Hoagie Carmichael any of us as, as butch the uh the guy playing the as the guy who runs the bar uh, oh yeah because yeah, like hoagie carmichael he was the the basis for james bond 
Whoa. When when um, Ian Fleming, he, there's a line in one of the Bond books, it was like he had a, a Hoagie Carmichael look to him. Uh, so, wow. It's a shame we don't get him in any of these scenes. But hey ho. We get some Rush Martini drinking yes, earlier do. in the film. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rate that up at the top of Rush Martini drinking. It's got to be up there. It has to be. <laughs> okay, that'll do it for a minute. 154. Listeners, you can find the Best Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, thebestminutes.com. And you can find us on social media over on Facebook at Butcher's Place, the Best Years of Our Lives Listeners Cafe, or on Twitter at The Best Minutes. And uh, for this has been Minute 154 of Deep. Oh, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to happen one sometime. This has been Minute 154 of the Best Years of Our Lives. I've been Jake Lewitt. And I'm Mark Hoffmeyer. And we'll see you tomorrow for Fridays. We're going to close out a week for a Friday episode. Hey, Joe. You better hurry up out there because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor.